host again. Guest host. <laughs> for the second Featuring time. Featuring more and more, more these days. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> no, we've, it's lovely to have you here. Thanks. We've got a jam-packed episode, as always. I've heard. Uh, I've got my little running order here. No. Hello and welcome, that's this bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you We're doing that. <laughs> did you if you haven't realised, the camera's on. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, did you go to the uh, to the Eckington celebration yesterday? I did. How did was it? Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I think uh, it was nice to have so many people there and celebrating. And yes. It felt almost Christmassy. It was very festive at the Eckington building, wasn't it? Yes, I enjoyed it. My favourite <laughs> bit was the soup afterwards because I love food. And the carrot soup that nothing, Sharon nothing made to do was the service so good. Um, at all. Yeah, well, no, but it was just nice to have food together again, wasn't it? Like, mm. we've not done that properly. We've had pe- packed yeah. lunches in the field and things over summer, um, but we've not actually had a meal, meal together. And that felt special to me. No, it was lovely. It was so really, really nice to have That was together. my favourite bit. <laughs> um, are you looking forward to Christmas? Yeah, I am. I get to actually go down and visit my family this year. Which oh, nice. cool. Yeah. I knew that already. I don't know why I acted surprised. <laughs> I just for the, for the dramatic effect of the camera. Um, yeah, so where do you li- where did you come from, David? Tell us. Uh, near Watford, down south in London. Yeah. So, Basically, yeah. just London, isn't it? Yeah, Anything it's all one big here. area in London. <laughs> yeah, be so, really where, nice. what? When did you go there? Uh, later this month, twenty second, twenty third, something like that. Close to Christmas. Do you have so. any weird Christmas traditions that you want to share weird with us, Christmas or anything like that? Well, Since I've left, right? Not over this, by the way. Mm. So this is me processing this. Yeah. Go since on. I've, I've left, I have two younger siblings, and now they do a Christmas Eve box where they all get like oh, presents oh. on Christmas Eve, and like, and they're all like pajamas and hot chocolate and all these bits. We just used to watch The Snowman. I think this is more of a thing nowadays. Yeah, I'm looking at John, but he's not giving anything. That <laughs> people open a present on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. This is not a thing. This has happened in the last few years since yeah. I've left anyway. I mean, last year I did get sent pyjamas, to be fair. But I want to know if you open a present on Christmas Eve, mm. let me know if this actually yeah, this is, is a, a thing, thing or whether it's just starting to be a thing. Or whether you watch the Polar Express. Oh, or whether no. you watch the Polar no. Express on Christmas Eve. I watch the Snowman every year. It's no. It never gets any better. I don't have any Christmas traditions, no. really, no. What are you doing at Christmas? We have a cooked breakfast on Christmas morning, which I feel mm. like is a weird thing. People don't yes. usually do that, but that's what my family did. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Um, but we have a lot coming up over the Christmas period we at do. the Oaks. Uh, do you want to share about wreath making? I can Eppington? share about wreath making. On the 18th, Saturday the 18th, we have wreath making over in Eckington. We're asking people to book on and come along and uh, make some wreaths together. We'll have some you know, conversations and different bits, but asking people in the church to bring a friend and just... Yeah, have some fun making them. Fun. Yeah, we did that over here um, a in Drumfield ago, a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago, and it went down really well. Yeah. So we wish you all nice. the best for that, and we'll be praying yeah. it go as well. We've got the Blue Christmas service here in yeah. Drumfield on uh, on Friday the 17th, I think. <laughs> It'll be on the screen, it's fine, um, <laughs> at 2 o'clock. That'll be really good. If there's anyone you know that's had a tough year, I mean, who hasn't had a tough year? But, as, <laughs> you know, anyone that's struggling at this time of year, mm. um, tell them about that. It would be... Uh, good for them to get along and we've got christmas eve round the campfire yeah. i'm very excited about this I'm very very excited about this <laughs> obviously there's not going to be i feel i should not have to say this but there'll be it's a di- disclaimer across the bottom there will not be a real campfire don't worry i'm not coming then there will be um a fake campfire but um it'll be like bring your own blanket we're having hot chocolate more wine sounds very cozy it will be cozy <laughs> and we've got some very creative people uh, making mm. the campfire look as real as possible so um, <laughs> i'm very very excited for that mm. um, so join us for that if you're able to is there anything else i don't think there's too much else no, yeah, there's a few christmas so. events here and there christmas services and as we build up to this time of year but yeah yeah looking forward exciting. to it great um, right, let's move on then. We've got a hot topic coming up uh, this episode mm. and our hot gospel. We've got a good hot gospel this week. Mm. Uh, oh, hot topic, sorry. Um, <laughs> because the youth joined us. Ooh. We had a bit of an impromptu uh, session with this. Uh, Robin, who was our uh, speaker this week on the Bible Talk, couldn't actually come for the interview. Mm. So Jack, Josh and Hannah joined us on what they deem leadership is so it's very very interesting so i'm looking forward to that Mm. we've got a few more notices and a worship song to to include as well so we'll move on to that now
welcome to this week's Hot Topic. Uh, Robin has done a Bible talk this week on um, what Jesus said about leadership. And we're doing things a little bit differently because you may notice we've got three young, beautiful people with us today. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. Hannah, it's rude, isn't it? Rude. <laughs> uh, this is Hannah. Hello. Jack. Hello. And Josh. Hopefully you've seen them all before on other episodes. You're here. We've discussed that we've primed you. That's why you're holding paper, isn't it? Because they've written down five characteristics that they believe makes a good leader. Mm-hmm. Who's going to share first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've put... Um, Just say one at a time. Go around. Okay. Say one each. Say one each. Um, understanding. Responsible. Um, teamwork. Now, Julie and I haven't heard these, so I'm really hoping that they're all as good as that <laughs> and all sensible. Yeah, they are. Looking at you, Josh. Um, <laughs> so done with this. Anyway, please continue. So, you said understanding, yeah. responsible, responsible teamwork. teamwork. Can, do you want to explain what you mean by understanding, Hannah? Yeah, so I feel like if someone comes up to um, a leader um, with a problem or an issue or anything, or if they've just had a bad day, then I, th- I feel like the leader needs to understand and just be caring towards what they're going through or just whatever they're feeling. Mm, that's a good one. Thank you, Jack. Well, if you're a leader, you kind of have to be responsible because you're a team leader. Mm. Yeah, and that's sense. the main part, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Good. Nice, simple. Yeah. Josh? Teamwork is the heart of a leader. That's it, that's all I have to say. They're quite good. Like you you agree, Julia? I agree with those. Yeah? yeah. Thank you. I think they're good. And I think what you said, Hannah, is good as well, because actually sometimes leaders aren't understanding, are they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any examples of where maybe... David. Maybe... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is that a good example? You're saying David is understanding? No. Oh, I thought we weren't going to name anyone. Mm. We had that discussion. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> Well, on. Moving on. Oh, you always edit the best bits out. Anyway, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any examples of where someone has been understanding or responsible or shown teamwork or not in your life? Yes. One. David. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, no, he's good. One. That's good. Oh, right. In what way? What did he do? Because, like, he's always just helping run youth group. Even when people are messing around, he's still like, oh... Come on, just simmer down, kids. Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't like tell people off. Hmm. Yeah, he's good at that. Yeah. Okay, so he's understanding. He yes, is. he's very understanding, man. Hannah, anything? Um, I think you're very understanding. Not saying it just because you sat there. But I feel like if someone. How um, much did you have to pay? <laughs> <if it's laughs> yeah, exactly. If someone um, maybe isn't their self, that maybe they've not said anything. I feel like you always come up to them and should we have a little chat? Okay. Should we talk about anything? And so, like, because I notice. Yeah, that not yeah. Themselves. I see yeah. what you mean. Mm. You're really good at just um, getting them to talk about what okay. they're thinking, yeah. Mm. Oh, thank you. I, I'm glad I'm okay at that. I would not really say that was my massive strong suit in life, so that's encouraging that you've mm. noticed it. Um, I think as a leader, I'm a youth leader with these guys, so that's what you guys are talking about. You are always kind of on the lookout to make sure that you are okay. Obviously, school's quite mm. can be quite a difficult concert and things, so you're kind of watching to see if you're behaving a little bit differently today or if something might have happened. So that's probably why. Mm. But yeah, Good. Whether that transfers into every area of life, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Mm. And Josh, anything you can think of? Uh, what, a specific person? No, just an example. Of or, what? Or a bad or a good example of... of a leader that's shown teamwork or not shown teamwork? Um, hmm. I suppose if there was a football team mm. and they were the team captain wouldn't pass to any of the other players, that's quite a bad leader because he's not he's not sharing out the work. He's like he thinks that he because he's the leader he can just do everything himself. When a good leader should share it out and sort of help the other members of the team to get better at what they're doing. Just because the leader might be the best at it, it doesn't mean they should do everything. They should allow the other uh, members of the team to flow. Mm. That's good. That's mm. a very good point. That is a good point. Yeah. So I suppose when um, Robin did his talk, I've wrote down some things that Robin said. Um, he talk about ser- talked about serving, how Jesus said a good leader will serve 
Now, yeah, if we look at Matthew chapter 20, verse 26, Jesus says, But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And in Luke chapter 22, verse 26, Jesus also says, But it is not this way with you. The one who is the greatest among you must become like the youngest and the leader like the servant. Mm. What do you think to that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They will. Do you think that's what leaders are like in the world? If we talk about earlier, Jack, no. before Jack, before we started filming, you mentioned Next or Primark, didn't you? Yeah. As leaders there. What do you think the leaders of those companies are probably like? I mean, we don't know, do we? Well, yeah, like... <laughs> Go on. Like... They're probably very wealthy and they're like, oh, bossy probably. Mm. Just because maybe like, but they're probably really nice, but you'd think that if they had that much money, maybe like the power like goes to their head or something. Mm. They? Yeah, I don't think um, they would care about each individual yeah, yeah. member. They don't know all of them by exactly. name. Mm. However, God did know all of his um, people by name, so... That shows that God is the best leader. Better than the primary leader. Exactly. That's good, yeah. So Robin spoke about that, about Jesus being a leader and how he, um, you know, served and trusted God and listened to God and put him first. Obviously, if they, I don't know, Julia, have you had experienced um, a leader in your life and in work? I'm looking at John as well because he obviously worked. We spoke to John before about his working life, mm, haven't we? Yeah. And how that was probably quite different to this style of leadership that we spoke about today. Yeah. Um, Julia, is there anything you want to add to that, like about working life and things? I think, yeah, it, it, you have to be careful in a kind of a, a church environment to not take on that kind of running it like a business. Mm. I don't think that's helpful at all. Um, and I think leadership styles have really changed over the years, massively over the last few decades. Um, but if you kind of look at the way Jesus sort of led his disciples and he brought them along, didn't he? And he apprenticed them. And, and he specifically says, you know, as a leader, you don't lord it over uh, people. So there's nothing special about us. We've all got giftings and qualities in it. And it's looking out for those things and, and drawing those things out. And not like, like you were saying about getting power going mm -hmm. to your head. That's not helpful and certainly not, not Christian. Um, it's about awareness and, and bringing people along on a journey with you, not bossing them about. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes to be bossed about. Mm -hmm. And you often see it in films and things, don't you, where you get a horrendous boss and you're sort of cringing there for, for the, the staff. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it can be, if, if you get distracted or really busy, it can be easy to not notice somebody or speak sharply to somebody because you mind some other things. And it's those little personal characteristics you have to watch out for. Yeah, because mm -hmm. in the talk, Robin talks about all of us being leaders of ourselves at least you know um, this being a good leader isn't just about the head of a company or um, I don't know the leader of uh, a team at school or a captain on a football team this is something that we can all take on if so we're all leaders then no one's a leader mm. what do you mean Josh explain that well it's like saying if you give everyone a pound then no one's actually got any richer so what do you think then? Do you think that we're not all leaders? Yeah, I think not everyone can be a leader. It's, yeah. some, it's a gift that some people have and other people don't have. Okay, and so how do you know if you're gifted? You, uh, you look down your list of leadership skills <laughs> and you think, oh, well, I have, do have good teamwork, but I'm not at all responsible. That would go for Jack here, so <laughs> uh, that defines that he's not a leader. Oh, I think you're I'm right only joking, Jack. Jack's a great leader, but um, you see my point. So you don't think that... God would say that we can all lead in some way, you know. Like, you might Maybe. not be called to, I don't know, lead a business, but you can definitely lead at your in your home, mm -hmm. and you might be able to lead within your friendship group. Or, I mean, so at home at the moment, who is your leader or leaders? Father and mother. Yeah. So that, that, <laughs> it was a bit of an <laughs> intake of breath. I was thinking, what are they going to say? Buddy the dog or something. <laughs> Um, yes, Jack. You have Hopefully. to respect your leaders, so you know, to yeah. call them mum and dad is quite disrespectful. Right, so, so mother and father, 
yeah, at yeah. home or parental figure because yeah. everyone might not have mother and father True. it might be father it might be grandparent yeah. whoever they are your leaders in that arena mm. aren't they yes but at school do you think that you can help lead your group of friends in the way they do things like say if your group of friends were like gonna bully a kid at school hopefully you guys won't join in yeah how do you think josh unless it's josh <laughs> no yeah of course like, not why would you bully someone that's disrespectful so how can you lead in that situation you can say to your friends hold on guys this is not a nice thing to do look at this poor child here he does not want to be bullied so why are we bullying them can we do something different yeah so you might not be i get what you're saying a gifting and i do think some people are gifted in different things mm -hmm. aren't they and in the bible it talks about like being a body of christ do you want to explain that to you because i'm not sure I, like as in we all have different roles don't we yeah to play yeah in the bible we're often uh, they use the metaphor of the body and mm. each of us are part of that body so you know you might be a thumb you might be a, a leg and you might be an eye but basically we've all got a function so Jesus is the head of the body. <laughs> You've set him off now, gifts. that's it. <laughs> You're a big Stop. toe. <laughs> and, you know, people don't take big toe seriously, but actually if you lose your big toe, you can fall over. They're really, really important. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's very important that each of us take our, our place in as a body, as a family in the church, because without each of us, each of our bits, we don't function properly. Mm. And it's only when they, all those bits come together. <laughs> You've, got them. You've lost them now. All those bits come together body of Christ that that's when people see Jesus and that's because we're reflecting him. Uh, okay, I've got mm. oh, yeah. let's divert this giggling. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question for you from this. How do you think that as a church we should be different in having leaders than like I say a big company like Next or Primark or something? Because there's probably not as many people coming to your church than there are buying like or working at Primark. No, that's true. But as in what should we do differently? Because if we're all equal, we're all children of God, we've already spoke about that today, how it's like, you know, if everyone has a role to play and the, no role is less important than each other, you know, I, when you guys make a mess down here at youth group, and I'm like, we need to clean up, don't we? Yeah. Because it's our responsibility to clean up, it's not Sandy's responsibility yeah. to come in the next day, is it, and clean up after us? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even though Sandy yeah. is our cleaner, she does a fantastic job, but... It's not, we're not here to make mess for Sandy to clean up, Ollie. It's like a responsibility. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So how do you think we can be different? Obviously, that's one way I've just given you an example without meaning to. But mm. what do you think? What do you think about it? Maybe just that we could all be the leaders all together. Mm. So all of us, not just one. So then we do all these different things and help clean up, help lead, help just do this mm. um, and not just one person doing it so like in Primark one person might be on tills mm. but then we could just all help and all do everything yeah okay mm. go on Josh I'm, I think that if everyone tries to lead at the same thing it wouldn't work so we need leaders in all different things because if we go on the Primark example if everyone is working on till five it's going to be a bit crowded and all the customers who want to go to till three aren't going to get served. Mm -hmm. So we should have people working at all the different tills and or in the, in like doing all different jobs, leading all different people. Mm -hmm. So there can be like a range of people. And if you think, oh, I'm really struggling with mental health. Oh, I know who to go to. Oh, I'm really struggling with my work. I know who to go to. So it's like a someone, every person's a leader at something. Mm -hmm. So it's like each person has their specific thing that they know they're good at, that they can then use that skill to become a leader of that certain thing so who decides that how do we decide it what you're you know what jack's good at will be different to what hannah's good at yes we're different to what i'm good at so how do we know that how do we know what we're good at and what how do i find out what i need to be doing and taking responsibility mm. for good question you could like try lots of different things mm. and then once you'll realize that oh right this is what i really like doing mm. and then you can mm do that because say if if you're just sweeping the floor you might not enjoy doing that mm. but if you're wiping the windows you might go oh wait i really like doing this mm. and i'm quite good at it so you, you guys have served don't you like 
Jack, you've done refreshments before. Josh, you've done meet and greet. Yes. And you've done both done a good job at um, playing in the band. Yeah. You obviously want to do that more, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So out of those, and I'm pretty sure I know which one you're going to say you enjoyed most. <laughs> I'm not naive in this, but did you enjoy serving in those ways? What did yes. you enjoy about yeah. it? How do you think you led in those situations? Jack? <laughs> yeah, it was good. I just... I don't know what this is, it was nice. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think everything is leading. Yeah. yeah. You could say, oh, playing in the band is leading, but it's not. In what way? You can't just say, oh, yeah, everything is leadership. Like, I know that's the theme of this week. I'm kind of ruining your point here. <laughs> You're but not like, ruining it. It's but good. Like, it's but good. you can't just go around saying, oh, I'm, I'm picking up pen lids off the floor and putting on. That's not leading. It's a different I think you're theme. leading yourself. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about different types of leadership, aren't we? But then no one's a follower. Because if everyone's a leader, then how can on, anyone Julius. be following? I just, I'm just recalling a, a story I heard second hand, but it was a very, very, very senior man. In fact, I think he was Lord somebody or other. And he was delivering a talk at a business conference. So it's nothing to do with church. And I think he was working in a, in a hospital. It's like a senior, senior man of a hospital. And he was asked who his sort of role model was. And he said, it's Jesus. And he would walk around the hospital and he'd, he'd talk to anybody, didn't matter who it was, and he'd be polite and interested. Mm. And if he saw litter on the floor, he'd pick it up because he felt that he was no different to anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, there was no reason why he should walk past litter and expect somebody else to pick that up. And so he was being an example. So just the way he lived his life was an example to others. And it was also very respectful. And so, yes, he was a very senior man carrying out a senior role. But he never lost sight of the fact that we're all a family mm. and all have equal value. Mm. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Because mm. you guys are quite young. I mean, people think I'm young, but you guys are even younger. How It's not nice when people treat you like you're a kid is it do you know what i mean like when you it's like you don't know what you're doing i'd rather doing. not paying like taxes <laughs> but yeah you know. i also agree with that one but as in if everyone treated you you know like yeah obviously there has to be boundaries you know this with me when you're running around on the chairs and i'm like josh jack stop with that there has to be boundaries in that we're not saying that but if everyone treated you respectfully, that would be a better place, wouldn't it? Yes. So that's what yeah. Julia's on about with that guy. If he'd have walked in here, he wouldn't have looked down on you for being young. Because Jesus wouldn't. Mm. Would he? He, mm. he said, you know, about children. He was very fond of children. Like He said, these are the people that are getting to the kingdom of heaven. Um, be like children. So mm. how can we as adults be better leaders in that sense, in terms of treating you... What's the... What's some more of these le- leadership Ooh. things that you've written on your list? Respect for the, the team. team. Yeah. Okay. We wrote the same thing. Respect for the team. Yeah. That's mad. Did you confer? No. Despite no. me saying don't. We just confer. no. We did. We're just built different. We're just like totally. Brainwaves. <laughs> Come on, honey. What are you to be? Um, got? creative. Oh, go on then. Touch on that one. Um, I feel like. Well, I, d- I was kind of thinking of being like in the youth group and stuff. Okay. You kind of have to be like creative, thinking of ideas to do and um, things that we could just like, yeah, do do that week. Mm. No, but I think that's true of leaders as, of all of us as well. Sorry, Josh, we're ruining you. You think we do have to be creative? Don't we? God calls us to be creative, mm. so that's a great one. Yeah. Anyone got yeah. any more? Um, uh, yeah. Respons- Honesty. Responsible. Oh, so yeah. I said that already. Honesty. Yeah. You can't lie. You can't say, like, oh, I'll give you loads of money for doing this. <laughs> then you only give them not money, no money at all. That's true. That's true. Mm. That's true. Very true, yeah. Um, you kind of got to be honest with what you're teaching as well. You can't be going, like, just talking about something else that they don't believe as well. Mm. And being kind. kind. Have you guys written the same thing? No. no, we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think to Robin's bit where he said, trust God and listen to God, put him first. That's what Robin said makes a good leader. Put God first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and that really is the key to being a good leader, whether you're in le- actual traditional leadership, 
where you're yeah running a company a church or country or whatever like it all comes down to yeah um it all comes down to your tr trusting god you listen to god you know you can have all the right qualities you can have a kind ser serving heart you can stand up to injustice you can be honest and compassionate but if you don't trust in god if you don't listen to god if you don't put god first ultimately you will fail and it's clear from like just reading about jesus throughout the bible and everything jesus says and does that this is key what do you think happens if why you has that got anything to do with being a leader why has it i don't know it's just a general life thing isn't it i don't know is it yeah well what happens if you don't and you're a leader if you don't if you don't do that well then you're not um you're then that's not good is it no. it didn't have anything to do with being a leader no no all right you're gonna tell robin Yes, I will. I No, I think um, these are all great tips on how to be a good person. Mm. But that yeah. doesn't make you a leader. Mm. You know. So what makes you a leader? What with with God in the picture? Yeah. Because all of these characteristics that you've said could be someone who's not a Christian, mm -hmm. couldn't they? Yeah. So, what separates Joe Bloggs, who's a a good leader, mm -hmm. to being someone who is called to be a leader by God, what makes them different? That's what I think we need to bring to the table to, f to finish with. How do we know that God's calling this person to be a leader and they're not just got the personality of it, you know? Because all of these things that we've mentioned are kind of personality traits as well, aren't they? Obviously yeah. being honest is just good for anybody, to mm -hmm. be honest, all of us. Um, but there are definitely people, aren't they, that you can see and you think they are a leader, like they just take charge yeah, exactly. in a situation, yeah. they, they make you feel <coughs> safe or something, don't they, in a, in a certain scenario or whatever. But why, what makes them a leader through with God, not just a leader in general? Tell me what you think. You don't know? Nope. Do you know? What makes us different? Hmm. No, but I'm asking. Like I'm asking. I'm asking myself this question because everything they've said is great. Yeah. But really, but it's not. Mm. <laughs> no, it is great. But it could just be someone who's not a Christian. Yeah, really, it could. couldn't it? Yeah. yeah, it could. Well, the difference is then some are Christian, some are not. Because they've got God. But you yeah. hope that yeah. if we've got God in our lives, it would be, it would be significant. Yes. In it, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah I agree. But I don't, I'm asking, I'm trying to have the conversation that I don't know what, I'm asking, no, I'm, I'm I, not I don't pretending know what you're I have asking. the answer. What is your, what's your question? Well, what makes us leaders with God rather than just a good leader in general? Well, if you have a relationship with God. Yeah. Right. But what makes that different to just someone, like why does that change us? How do we be good leaders, better leaders than just someone who's respectful, loyal, understanding, yeah. got good teamwork? Mm. what separates us from just your average leader in the world because if you are your average leader then you're just doing it by yourself when you're like in yes. charge you okay. you like the only person doing this like journey obviously you've got your team with you but you're like the leader of the team you kind of just got to you know they'll probably come and ask you for guidance but you might struggle to ask someone else for guidance because if mm. you've got god he's like the leader of the leader the leader so of the leader, he, super leader, yeah, super exactly. leader. He, yeah, I think that's very good, Josh. Mm. I agree. Yes. I suppose, in, in normal human terms, if we're not, if we're a leader in, in a business setting, then you can be really gifted, and you can have all the lovely qualities of, of, you know, being honest and what have you, and creative and all those things. But if you don't have a relationship with God, you're doing it out of your own strength, like you were saying. Yeah. And we're all broken people, so somewhere along the line things might go a bit amiss. Mm. So you might be doing it because you just want to be a multimillionaire. Mm. You know, and there are lots around. But that's not necessarily what God is asking yeah. of you. So it's, it's that relationship with God and it's what he wants because he wants the best for us. Um, he guides us and helps us with our our decision making and, and who we identify to get alongside and why we do things and it's that kind of uh not gender but it's what's 
the reasoning behind we do things. Yeah. And it's to love others, isn't it, and mm. to bring people to Christ and, and that sort of thing. So it's I think you're right. Motivation. I think you're right, Josh. And Julie's added to it that it's our like priorities and values would hopefully be different mm. with God in our lives. Yes. Mm. All of these are good characteristics, but the the decisions that we make having those characteristics mm. would hopefully be different yeah. if we were trying to love each other and love God. Mm. Yeah. Is that what yeah, we yeah, say? Yeah, that's fine. Mm. That's, that's a good consensus. That's yeah. a, a nice finale. And I think uh, Robin talks, he gives some examples, doesn't he? He talks about David yeah. in his talk and, and, and Moses and saying, it doesn't matter what your age is and you don't have to be perfect. No, no. one's perfect. We will all make mistakes. And even yeah. those guys that in the Old Testament would look at and think they were amazing leaders, they all made terrible, terrible <laughs> mistakes <laughs> through their yeah. lives. But because we've it's got God, good. it's okay. We can go back to him and he will forgive us and set us back off on a straight line. You didn't have anything about age on there. Do you think anyone no. of any age can be a leader? Well, no. You don't? No. Well, if you're three Six years old, it's goo goo gaga. Oh, wow. Prophetic. Oh, it's amazing. No. Right. You can't be what responsible. Be this is my point. Not everyone right. can be a leader. Ten and above. Yeah, I guess ten, ten, ten and above. Yeah. You heard it here. That's it. <laughs> and if you're six year old and you're watching this, you stop are not a leader. It. <laughs> so, ten years old on your tenth birthday. Well, no, no, no. no, no like it's around. You, oh, this you don't is pathetic now. <laughs> you're just, you're just <laughs> twisting my Questioning words. every word. You I'm are. not. Hannah, what do you think? How old can you be? Um, How old can a leader be? Any age. You think any age? I, I no, think any on. age. No, I mean, not <laughs> like a baby. baby. Obviously. Well, when but do you stop being a baby? Yeah, exactly. Mm. At what age? Because if you're five, you, I wouldn't call you a leader, really. No. I feel like um, any age, if you're with God, mm-hmm. I think he can, like, make the decisions. I here. feel like it's... Um, if a five... Like, it's very unlikely for a five-year-old to be able to speak amazing uh, of what English or whatever or and you know like say amazing yeah. words and lead an entire team. I mean it's probably possible but it's th- that's the only reason why I said probably not someone below the age of 10 mm. simply because they're much less likely to have and all of these God's values well. exactly they just don't get it as much and you know under 20 is the same they won't make as good of a leader just because they don't have as much experience and you know someone who's like been on earth for 80 years, has a lot more experience and wisdom than someone who's been on the earth for eight years. Um. So technically, if a one-year-old is capable of speaking, you know, great, you know, saying great words and doing all the things written here, honesty, teamwork, responsible, kind, all these things, then great, they're a perfect leader. And if there's someone who's 80 who's just an idiot, (laughs) then they're not a good leader. Yeah, okay. But... um, so there's an element of experience. Yeah, it's, it's technically, the, it's not about age, but it correlates with age based on how experience. and how experienced and how good at these things you are based on, you know, all your experiences. So really, a team, we would say to finish, hopefully, that we agree on this, because I feel like this is the consensus that we've come to in today's discussion. A leader has to have these characteristics that we've discussed. They have to have some life experience, but not necessarily a certain age. Yeah. yeah. So a team of leaders might be best built up of a mixture of older people, younger people, male, female, people who've had different life experiences. So that, like today, they could bounce off mm. each other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is that what I we're would kind agree. of... Yeah, the mm. different life experiences definitely a good Because point. if you have one person in charge, we've already established, they could go down their own path. How a hungry tyrant leader. <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, yeah. That's a good... Because what... I, I mean, we're divulging now. John probably might cut this out. I don't know. They definitely will. I These know guys are... Like. We've all seen the Avengers movies. Yes. Haven't we? And you yeah. just mentioned Thanos. Why is Thanos a bad leader, Jack? Because he wants to kill half the people <laughs> who are alive. It's not why very do you want to do either. that? To balance for things him, out. For himself. No, no, no. It wasn't he wants himself. To, he was He wants um, to balance He wanted out. to have... He d- they basically Equal. thought that it, overpopulation it was, was a massive problem. Mm-hmm. So we actually had some decent ideas this time. But not killing 
Yeah, maybe most what he should have done is actually no, I'll probably no. I kinda <laughs> I might get cancelled, so I'm not gonna say anything. We'll cut this bit out bad. anyway, just you say were, it. you're gonna cut right. <laughs> so he's already stopped recording now. Hold on. The um, two child policy in China is actually a sound idea. Okay. To combat overpopulation. Then I wouldn't exist. Oh well. But you know, <laughs> I think after everything we've said today about leadership, that it's up to the personals responsibility. Yeah, but if you go around, <laughs> oh, it's my personal responsibility, I was to just make ten babies. What if you have triplets? What if you have triplets? Well, yeah, yeah what, right. Actually, in your China, what happens if you have triplets? Anyway, <laughs> we've dived, I don't know. You must Ask be able to have John. them. Because them I don't know if John will. Actually. We'll try and find out. We've talked to the they get killed. No, Josh. What? Yeah. This <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> doesn't happen anymore, luckily, because they're in the... Uh, but Thanos was a good murderer. example. Of Anyone of watching of who's watched yes. Avengers... Because Thanos started off all right. He was trying to do good, wasn't he? Yeah. But he got corrupt. He had good ideas, mm. but went about them in the wrong way. Exactly. Which could happen to all of us mm-hmm. without God. Yes. So that's a really good example to finish on that most people weren't aware yeah, about. Josh. Julia's like, <laughs> straight <laughs> over your head, isn't it? Yeah, but I get the drift. You get the drift. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Total yeah. annihilation of half the population. Yeah, it's orcs, that. Yeah, no, I don't think that's what God would have chosen. No, exactly. No, well, probably not. No. I mean, he did flood the, the whole world to like kill get everyone. Rid of all the bad people, the so. argument of our responsibilities. <laughs> We've already spoke about. Yeah, <laughs> Jack's fed up now. Should we call it a day then? Yes. yes. Thanks for watching. Thank yeah. you. We'll thank go you. into the um, hot gospel now. Yep. But oh thank you so God. much. That was very good. Very thought provoking. Very thought provoking. I have a lot to say. Leadership, but I'm not a leader. The moment we become a Christian, we are a new creation. We have a fresh start. And we start a lifelong journey of transformation, but we're not alone. The Holy Spirit comes to live in us, to guide and encourage us as we learn to live like Jesus did with compassion, mercy, love, grace, integrity and purpose. But it's not just our actions that are transformed on this journey, it's our hearts. The Bible says we are all salt and light, so it doesn't matter who we are or how old we are. As we become more like Jesus in our attitudes and actions, we begin to reveal him to others. Which is great! Because God loves absolutely everybody, and he wants us all to be part of his family. So today, when you are being salt and light with your friends, your family, your work colleagues, or your local community, you are revealing Jesus. You are an influencer. A life changer. A leader. If you want to be part of God's family and have his Holy Spirit to help you, just say this prayer. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to show us a new way to live and invite us into God's family. I want to know you myself and really know the love of God. Come into my life today by your Holy Spirit. Amen. How do you feel about it? Because we were having this conversation, me and John, that I am convinced that actually we don't really know what Advent is. Do you really know what Advent is? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. John was outraged at me not knowing what Advent was. So we did a bit of research and we found a video Mm -hmm. that explains the history of Advent, particularly Advent calendars. um, Because who doesn't love an Advent calendar at this time of year? Everybody loves an Advent calendar. Yeah. I mean, one of uh, my friends from our friends, uh, from DNA, has actually got an advent calendar this year that's rubber ducks. That is very impressive. Have you seen it? Yeah, today's was a Christmas tree rubber duck. I mean... I've been checking in every ama- day, yeah, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, our friends posting about it on Facebook, keeping us all updated mm. on what they are. But that's, like, <laughs> fantastic. But also... Very original. Where does this come from? I want to know. So, we sent John on a, on a hunt to find out. So, this is a video we found, and we hope that you find it useful, too. Mm-hmm. 
Hello, and welcome to History with Henry. I'm your host, Henry Notal, and today we're going to be delving into the festive tradition that is the Advent Calendar. As early as October, many shops will start to sell these chocolate-filled countdown devices. And in more recent years, there's been a trend towards themed calendars, with everything from beer to beauty products, from Lego to ladies' nail polish, and now, the cheese advent calendar. Tis the cheese season to be jolly. But where did it all begin, I hear you ask? And that is a very good question that I, Henry Notal, will now endeavour to answer. Like many other festive traditions that we now embrace, advent calendars began life in Germany in the year 1851. Earlier in the 19th century, it is known that German Protestant Christians started to mark Advent with the burning of candles, or by marking walls and doors with a line of chalk for each day. A new practice of hanging a devotional image each day ultimately led to the creation of the first calendar in 1851. It was handmade from wood. The first printed calendars appeared early in the 20th century, around 1906 or 1908. And then, in 1920, a man named Gerhard Lang introduced small doors to the calendar which could be opened every day. Therefore, it's Gerhard that we have to thank for the modern day phenomenon. During the Great Wars, there was a shortage of paper and card, and Mr. Hitler banned the production of advent calendars. And that could have been the end of them. If it wasn't for a Mr. Richard Selmar who managed to gain a license to start producing calendars again. Then in the 1950s, somebody came up with the idea of placing a little chocolate behind every door. And suddenly the concept of the advent calendar began to spread across the globe. And so it's from these humble beginnings that the advent calendar has grown to be the international phenomenon that it is today, with a variety of surprises behind those tiny little doors. So there you have it, Henry's history of the advent calendar. Now, if we were to delve a little deeper, the bigger question is, what even is advent? Well, for this, we have to go way, way back because the word advent comes from a Latin word adventas, which means coming. And that is a translation of a Greek word, parousia. Scholars believe that in the fourth and fifth centuries in Spain, advent was a period of preparation for baptism for new Christians. And this always happened in January at the Feast of Epiphany. So originally it had nothing to do with Christmas. By the 6th century, Roman Christians had tied this season of Advent to the coming of Christ. But the coming they had in mind was not his first coming in a manger in Bethlehem. No, it was his second coming at the end of the age when he would judge the world. And it wasn't until the Middle Ages that Advent was explicitly linked to the first coming of Christ at Christmas. Since that time, the Anglican Church in particular have celebrated the season of Advent with the lighting of four candles. And each candle carries a different theme. Firstly is hope in the promise that is to come. Second is preparation in the waiting for the promise. Third is joy and peace that can only be truly found in Jesus as a saviour. And fourth is love and adoration for who Jesus is and all that he has done for us. We may not like candles when we gather together. You may not even have a chocolate calendar to munch through over the next month. But this Advent season, more than ever, hold on to the hope that Jesus brings. Use this time to prepare yourself for what is coming. 
Allow the joy of the Lord to be your strength and live a life of love and devotion to Jesus, the Messiah that came to set us free. such a, a good episode today with all the different <laughs> things going off um, we've just got a couple of updates uh, before mm -hmm. we finish you've got an update even though you're here you've got you on video filmed one earlier yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we look like Blue Peter uh, so here's, here's a quick video from David mm -hmm. um, about the Christmas experience that's been going off in the Oaks this week Hi everyone, shall we give you a quick update on our Christmas experience we've been doing today. We've had uh, our first morning of inviting the kids down from John Ford Junior School to come and learn all about the Christmas story. They've been uh, watching a clip of the whole Christmas story and then going around a few of the stations in the room to explore the Christmas story from the perspective of all the characters involved, from Mary to the wise men to the shepherds and the whole journey through the Christmas story. We've had a fantastic morning with the kids asking some really interesting questions and responding in different ways to hearing the story, the true meaning of Christmas. And I just wanted to thank all of our volunteers who came and served and engaged with the children this week. So a big thank you to you guys for making it happen. It's been a fantastic morning. We're looking forward to our time together tomorrow as well. Thank you for that. There you go. Did you enjoy doing that awkward notice on <laughs> film when I'm sticking a camera in your face? It's always nah, great, isn't it? we don't it? mind. We don't <laughs> mind, really. No, I will say that the hard work that's gone into setting up the stations and the relationships that have been built in the school and all that's gone on behind the scenes, this is just like a two-day event, but... Mm. It has taken a long time, really, in the plan. A little while. It, so <laughs> well done for that, and well Thank done you. to all the volunteers, because it couldn't basically run No, not without, without them. them so. They did a fantastic, fantastic job. Yeah, it <laughs> looks like so much fun as well. I was a bit <laughs> envious when I came down. I wanted to get involved with the sand <laughs> and the, the different stations. Um, we had the Tear Fund Big Quiz Night. Yeah, last weekend, um, weekend before. Can't remember now. Recently. Recently. <laughs> good, good answer. Um, we raised uh, just over £300, so yeah, it was really well. good. So thank you to everyone who gave to that. Um, that will get sent to Tear Fund. Mm -hmm. um, and what else do we have coming up? Lots of Christmas events. We've got a few Impact Sundays, both here in Drumfield and Eckington. Yes. We've got a family breakfast with Nativity next week over in Eckington. But lots yeah. of things to check out. So basically check out Church Suite yes. and check your emails because... Um, they're the best way to for mm -hmm. us to communicate what's going on within the church mm -hmm. and we have our Facebook group as well uh, Oaks Family Group it's called mm. if you're on Facebook uh, join that because it just tells you what's going on and there's yeah. lots of prayer requests and things like that for people to get involved in mm. um, anything else I don't think so no think it'll we've be on our website everything. and you'll yeah. be able to find it hopefully yeah on the front page of the website the calendar so mm. great place to, to start Okay, well, it's bye from us for now. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.
Joyful together, sing it out. Joyful, joyful. 